Hello everyone, you are now tuning into Armlad Podcast. I'm your host, Armlad himself, and today I would like to discuss on Happily Ever After. See, I've recently come to the realization that Happily Ever After does not actually exist. See, that Happily Ever After that we've always dreamed of will actually never happen. Most of us have this idea of an ideal partner, right? Even if you feel like you don't have criterias or requirements, the truth is you are attracted to a certain kind of person. Don't believe me? Try to take a look at your exes or your strengths of crushes. I'm sure they have something in common that you like about them. But what are the chances that a perfect person for you or an ideal person for you actually exist? Right? And if they do exist somewhere in this world, what are the chances of you actually getting to meet them? And even if you get the chance to meet them, again, what are the chances you'll get to know them well enough to know that that person is your ideal person? And even if, at the end of the day, you get to find out that this person is your ideal person, what are the chances that you are her ideal person? See, no two people are made for each other where everything will just magically work out. That is happily ever after, and that does not exist. Happily ever after only exists in fairy tales. Relationships take effort. It's not that one thing that magically makes you happy no matter what life throws at you. You shouldn't be looking for happiness in relationships. You shouldn't be looking for happiness in someone else. Do you realize how big of a responsibility that is to make sure that someone else is happy i mean i would pity the person who would be responsible for my happiness because as a person i love sadness it's hard to pull me out of that sadness to be happy and on the other hand she could be someone who clings on to joy someone who appreciates the simpler things in life like cookies and candies and ice cream and i could just buy her that and she could be someone who could be happy with a kiss on the forehead and a good night text And that wouldn't be fair, right? And the worst thing is, to make you happy, she would have to be the person that you dream of. Now, I don't know if you realize that, but that's really mean. Because you are comparing the person in front of you with the person in your head. You are comparing the person who loves you with your idea of a perfect partner. I think you really need to get this to your head. You are pushing your fantasy on a real human being. And that's not fair. But here's the thing. Some of us cling on to this hope. Some of us would not settle for less. And so when someone comes around and it seem like they could make that fairy tale ending come true, we fall in love. But the truth is we don't fall in love with a person. We didn't fall in love with her. We fell in love with the idea of her. And there are people out there trying their best to live up to these fantasies. They are what we call nice guys. You know, when we fall in love with this type of person, when we fall in love with a nice guy, and then they somehow manage to live up to our fantasy, we're going to feel like it's cruel for them to leave us when they finally do. Because we felt like they took away 
our happiness when we finally got our happily ever after. But what we don't realize is the amount of torture we subject this person every single day. We don't realize the things that they have to sacrifice, the amount of compromises that they make just to be that person that you so badly want to have. And I don't blame you for not knowing. It's not your fault that you didn't know because they will never tell you all of that. But it's your fault to not let them go. It's not your fault that they did what they did because that's their choice and they were just torturing themselves. But it's your fault if you ask them to stay. See, they came into your life. They ignited this childhood dream of yours, make you live a life you've always dreamed of. Is it not such a blessing to be able to have been through that, even though it didn't last forever? Although, if I have to be honest, it is just as much a curse as it, it is a blessing. Because after that, you will never find better. You will never find anyone as amazing as that person. Because no one else will make the sacrifices and the compromises that she did to make you happy. Because that is such an unhealthy amount of sacrifices and compromises that she lost herself in the process. But what you will find is a person who truly exists, a person who is real and authentic. Letting her go wasn't hard because you love her. It's not because you felt betrayed or she took away your happiness or whatever. Letting her go was hard because you had to let go of a childhood dream that finally came true. What hurts is not the fact that she isn't as amazing as you make her out to be. What hurts is realizing that you actually have to grow up. It's not really love that you're holding on to because if you love them, then it wouldn't be so hard for you to care about how they feel. The truth is, it's so hard to love anyone else but yourself. Because we are so afraid of not being happy. We are so afraid of making the wrong decision. We are so afraid of ending up with the wrong person. And this process of finding the right person for us, we hurt so many people along the way. We disappoint ourselves over and over again we thought to ourselves if we get the right person then this will all be over and we will be happy for the rest of our life no that's not how it works if you get the right person then you will start a new chapter and in that chapter there is no guarantee that you'll be happy see the scary thing about happiness is that it's fleeting try to imagine all the things that you could have got would have made you truly happy in life. Like, say, I'd be very happy once I get that dream job, or I'd be very happy once I have a house for myself, or I'd be very happy once I traveled the world. Now, once you get that, imagine having all that. How long do you think that that happiness will last? See, another thing why happily ever after does not exist is because happiness don't last forever. And accepting that can be really hard. Accepting that life isn't as good as you want it to be can be quite the challenge. Accepting that no matter what you do and what you accomplish in life, nothing is going to make you happy for the rest of your life. It's not easy. Being happy is a decision you make every single day. Something 
you put effort into something you learn, something you work on. We need to learn how to be content. See, when we seek happiness, we tend to demand it from people. When it's actually the same entitlement I kept discussing over and over again. This is why when things don't go right or somebody does something that we don't like, something that annoys us or something that hurts us, we get mad, we get angry. That is why when your partner does something wrong, it completely pisses you off. That is why when your kid starts fighting again or when your dog chews on your designer couch, you get really pissed because you are not content. You are not content with just the fact that you have a partner, with the fact that you have a kid or you have a dog or you have whatever that thing that you have and you want them to be an ideal version of it. You demand them to be more than what they actually are. You want them to be the ideal person, the ideal partner, the ideal kid, the ideal dog that you imagine you could have. See the search for the ideal, the search for the perfection will only lead you to loneliness. If you keep holding on to that person who is so perfect, you will only get loneliness because once you have her, you guys are tied down together and one day she just decides to no longer compromise and everything changes and you will regret your decision of being with her but then again if you decide to let go and see her happy with someone else then you will regret that either because you think that you could have been that person it could have worked we think regret comes from the external factors but it doesn't we think we will regret it if things don't go our way, but the fact is, regret is more of an internal struggle of making peace with whatever comes our way. And that's why when you imagine someone who is mature, you never imagine him being angry at the world for being so dumb. They are not spiteful at the people who doesn't know better. They're calm, they collected, unfazed, and unbothered. It's almost crazy to think that someone can be so content in the face of a dire situation. But the sad thing is, our parents, instead of encouraging that calm and collected behavior, they encourage you to pursue this idea of a happily ever after. Because your parents will tell you that you need a good job, you need to marry the good person, or your life will be miserable. But the truth is, it's not about us it's it's about them trying to feel better about themselves it's about them proving to themselves that they can be a good parent that they can help their kids reach success and enjoy the finer things in life because although people say that money can buy happiness i think we can all agree that it does help because it's always better to cry in the balcony of the mansion while sipping a glass of wine than to cry on the side of the street with an empty stomach we live in a society, so avoiding a certain level of judgment from the society will definitely help us to be content. Because being content is a lot easier when you have what you need. But those rich people are too busy in the pursuit of more. They don't have the time to learn how to be content. See, growing up, sadly, isn't an automatic process. Growing old is. 
but growing up isn't. You don't get older and just grow up. See, how many of you still does the same thing when things don't go your way? Think back to when you were a kid and your mom didn't let you have that one toy that you want so bad. What did you do? Now think back to your own relationships. When your partner doesn't give you what you want, what did you do? Do you throw the same tantrum? Do you throw that pity party where you get mad or do you force your way through or whatever thing you used to do to get that toy? Or do you actually communicate properly on your wants and needs and let her make her own decision on what she wants to do? Well, for one, I know I still throw tantrums every now and then. I still use my favorite tactic, which is sulking and guilt tripping. And it's fairly effective, so it's hard not to do it. See, we are still so used to having someone take care of us. We hate the idea that we have to be alone. Eric Fromm, one of my favorite psychologists, pointed out that humans have three major dilemmas. First one is the realization that we will all die in the end. At the same time, we don't want to accept that we will all die in the end, and we try to deny that. I think the famous phrase for it is obfuscation of decay, an effort to try to hide death. Second one is the drive or the want to achieve our life goals and accomplish so many things in life. And we don't want to accept that life is too short for us to be able to do all that. And last but not least, knowing that at the end of the day, we are completely alone. But we don't want to accept that fact either. We can't stand the idea that at the end of the day, we are completely alone. And so we try so hard to prove ourselves wrong. And it's the same thing that happens when you're with someone who isn't good for you. And you know that she isn't good for you. But you have this belief that this person can be better that this person can love you, that this person has the potential to become this ideal, perfect person. And every time she does something that gives you that hope, that makes it seem like you're right, you lose that argument with yourself and so you stayed. Growing up is accepting this reality. The reality that the world isn't a happy place we make it out to be. The fact that we haven't grown up is a testament of how much our parents love us. It's because they shield us from all the bad things in life. Remember what it was like to learn that Santa isn't real? Do you remember what it was like to learn that your parents are human too? And they have feelings and they have thoughts and they have worries. They make all these stupid mistakes that disappoint you. Do you remember what it was like to learn that even the prettiest girl in your class shits and farts? It might be world-shattering at that moment. But we're all right now, aren't we? So just because happily ever after does not exist, it doesn't mean we should stop finding someone we can spend the rest of our lives with. You can do whatever you want. Do whatever it is that helps you be content with yourself. 
we are not perfect beings after all. We might not be able to live with ourselves if we don't have that job. Or if we don't find that spark with someone. If we don't get to make our parents proud, then that's all right. If you want to love someone, then love her. Love her unapologetically. Learn to be content with the good days that you get, despite all the bad days that are ahead of you. Learn to compromise. But don't forget to put yourself in the equation. Life is nothing but a big balancing act. See, our ability to experience the life we dream of is determined by how much we are willing to experience the opposite. If you're willing to experience being poor, then save your money instead of spending it on the good stuff, the things that make you happy from day to day. You'll probably have a higher chance of being rich. Making mistakes will make you feel stupid and dumb and make you feel helpless. But you'll be smarter when you learn from it. Walking away from a toxic relationship, walking away from the toxic people in your life will make you feel so fucking lonely. But then it will help you create and find new and healthier relationships. But then again, if you keep saving up, then when can you enjoy your hard-earned money? If you keep making mistakes, then when will you practice what you learn? Or did you actually learn anything at all throughout all of the mistakes that you made? If you keep walking away, then when will you stay? Perhaps they weren't toxic. You just didn't want to compromise. You can't demand perfection, but you can demand to be treated good enough. And when someone doesn't give that to you, it's your responsibility to walk away. It's not her responsibility to meet your demands. And you have to keep in mind, it's not you want her by your side, but it's you want to be by her side. It seems like a subtle difference, but it's actually a huge change. You wanting her by your side is selfish. You want her to want to be with you. It's not love. Love is you wanting to be by her side. And if being by her side makes you happy, then you wouldn't need her to want to be by your side. And if being by her side does not make you happy, then again, it is your responsibility to walk away. It's been me, Arm Lab. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.